Not only should Walters be your spot before and after every Nats game, but also Walters is an avenue for cheaper Nats tickets. When buying tickets to Nationals Park through the rest of the season, enter promo code WALTERS for 30% off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Two on for Riley Adams with two outs. Pitch. Swing a ground ball toward the hole. It's a base hit into left field. Manessis is going to try to score on Schwarber. The throw toward the plate is offline, and Manessis has scored. Over to third is Stone Garrett. Riley Adams has driven in two, and the Nationals tack on a big insurance run and lead three to nothing. The swing and a drive to deep left. Way back, going, going. Gone. A home run for Trey Turner on a 2-0 fastball. 93 miles an hour for Turner, his 13th home run of the year. The Phillies have scored the last four runs of the game. Turned a 3-0 Nationals lead into a 4-3 Phillies lead. Six hits in the inning. A walk, two home runs, and a drive to deep left by Turner. This is way back. Going, going, and gone! Trey Turner is homered for the second time in the eighth inning. And the Phillies have scored eight runs in the inning. It's now the Phillies 11 of the Nationals 3. That one almost identical to his home run of the 2-0 pitch to start the inning. And welcome to Nats Chat for Sunday, August 20th, 2023. I'm Al Galdi, host of the Al Galdi Podcast. Hope that you're Having a nice weekend? Mark Zuckerman is off for this installment of the podcast. One of the many classic bits of the great Jerry Seinfeld is a bit about your nighttime self versus your daytime self. The idea being that your daytime self is always paying for what your nighttime self did. Your nighttime self wants to stay up late wants to do uh, who knows what, (laughs) your daytime self needs to wake up early and ends up suffering the consequences of your nighttime self doing the who knows what. Inevitably, your daytime self pays a price for the behavior of your nighttime self. Well, this is how it is with bullpen management for major league managers. That which you do on one day impacts what you do the next day. And Davey Martinez on Saturday paid the price for what he did on Friday night. Davey's Saturday daytime self paid the price for Davey's Friday night self. 
This episode of the Nat Chat Podcast is brought to you by Montgomery County Little League, uh, which came really close to making the Little League World Series. Visit mclittleleague.org for more information. The Nats on Saturday got ripped by the National League wildcard leading Philadelphia Phillies 12-3 at Nationals Park in Game 2 of a three-game series. The Nats fell to 56-68, and though this was just their 10th loss over the last 28 games. So, you know, you apply a little perspective to this. I mean, things aren't really bad at all right now for the Nats. They've been playing really well, but this game was a rough one. This was a game in which the Nats blew a 3-0 7th inning lead and allowed 12 runs over the final three innings. Yes, you heard that right. 12 runs over the final three innings. As I talked about on Saturday's installment of the Nats Chat podcast, what the Nats bullpen has been doing lately has been great, really impressive, but you have to have been wondering about the sustainability. Davey Martinez has been aggressively using his bullpen. I get why, and I don't necessarily even blame Davey for that. I am a proponent of aggressive bullpen usage. Of course, so much of this is circumstantial, but like generally speaking, in today's MLB, aggressively using your bullpen is the way to go. But as we all know, aggressive usage of a pen is something that you can only do so much and something for which you really do have to pick your spots. Like it's not, you know, an all or nothing situation. Like you really have to try to navigate things with a bullpen over the course of a 162 game regular season. And the Nats bullpen usage these last few days became aggressive to a point at which you had to say to yourself, well, this just can't last, okay? I mean, the Nats in their 10-7 win over the Boston Red Sox at Nationals Park this past Thursday allowed a 9-1 lead to become a 9-7 lead thanks to Robert Garcia in the top of the seventh, allowing six runs in two-thirds of an inning. And so that compelled Davey to use both of his top two relievers, Kyle Finnegan and Hunter Harvey, to win that game. But, you know, that was a shame. You're up 9-1. You shouldn't even be thinking. You shouldn't even be imagining using Finnegan or Harvey in that game. And yet Davey ended up using both. Then the next game, the 8-7 win over the Phillies on Friday night, Davey used six Nats relievers. And hey, they were good. They combined to allow one run in five innings with seven strikeouts. But the last two relievers were Hunter Harvey and Kyle Finnegan. And so both Finnegan and Harvey were down for Saturday. And that in conjunction with some other guys being used a lot led to the Nats allowing a staggering 12 runs over the final three innings. Jose A. Ferrer was charged with two runs in two-thirds of an inning. He and what ended up being a three-run seventh for the Phillies faced four batters, but got just two outs. Know this, Jose A. Ferrer was pitching for a fourth time in five days. Andres Machado, he officially allowed one run in one-third of an inning, but Machado, in that Phillies three-run seventh, to the first batter he faced, gave up a two-out, three-run, opposite field home run by Nick Castellanos to right field to tie the game at three. This day was a special day for Nick Castellanos. A Saturday marked 10 years of uh, major league service time for Nick Castellanos, but Andres Machado, was pitching for a third consecutive day and was pitching for a fourth time in five days. You know, we've talked about how unexpectedly great this emergence of Andres Machado as a fireman in recent days has been. 
Well, you know, the uh, fireman is only human, okay? Fireman, okay? Not fire robot. <laughs> and the uh, the fireman ran out of gas with what happened in this game. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he is Andres Machado, all right? And pushing him to the point of, again, pitching for a third consecutive day, pitching for a fourth time in five days, something is going to give and something gave. Then came a relief outing that was one of the worst that you'll ever see in a major league game. I mean, the outing by Robert Garcia on Thursday was bad, but Corey Abbott on Saturday was almost like at a new level of bad. He was an absolute disaster in the top of the eighth. He pitched for the entire inning. He allowed eight runs. He gave up three home runs, four singles and a walk. He gave up two home runs by the ex-Nat Trey Turner. Yes, Trey Turner in the Phillies' eight run eight on Saturday, hit two home runs. He hit a tie-breaking leadoff homer to left field for a 4-3 Phillies lead, and Trey hit a two-out solo homer to left field for an 11-3 Phillies lead. Trey's second homer came right after Bryson Stott hit a two-out three-run homer to the second deck in right field for a 10-3 Phillies lead. This was brutal. I mean, this was batting practice off Corey Abbott. The Nats, shortly after the game, announced that they had optioned Abbott to AAA Rochester. I mean, I really felt bad for Abbott while all of this was happening. Davey Martinez had Abbott do what is called wearing it, okay? Davey had Abbott wear it. Davey had Abbott wear that inning. That inning was Corey Abbott's regardless of what happened. And, you know, you get it from Davey's perspective. Like, what was he going to do? Burn another reliever at what was now a blowout? But it was ugly. It was really, really bad for Corey Abbott in that inning. I mean, that, that was embarrassing. You know, when he gets options shortly after the game back to AAA. So, you know, I, I don't like seeing anyone <laughs> you know, suffer like that the way that Corey Abbott suffered in that top of the eighth. But uh, that was some inning. Again, eight runs by one reliever in that top of the eighth inning. And so we then got something of which we have seen way too much the last three seasons, a Nats position player pitching, Ildemaro Vargas. He was a Nats starting third baseman in this game, and he pitched the top of the ninth. He somehow only allowed one run despite giving up a homer, a walk, a hit by pitch, and a single. I don't know how Vargas did this, but he gave up a leadoff homer by Jake Cave off the facing of the second deck in right field for a 12-3 Phillies lead. The homer winner projected 408 feet per stat cast. The Phillies in this game out-homered the Nats 5-0. We have talked so much about the Nats' lack of home run hitting this season. The Nats for this season are next to last in the majors in home runs with 113. The Phillies for this season have smashed 147 home runs. Look, these days are going to happen to every major league team over the course of a regular season. Your bullpen being depleted, your bullpen getting worked the way that the Nats bullpen got worked on Saturday. But it is a reminder of even as well as the Nats pen had been going and may still be going, okay? I mean, Saturday was terrible, but it was just one game, you know? We could see the Nats bullpen get back to being really good come uh, game three of this series, the Sunday nighter against the Phillies in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. But you can only push so far, you know, eventually the Piper must be paid. And uh, the Piper was paid on Saturday. That aggressive bullpen usage by Davey Martinez in recent days ended up making it so that the Nats were very shorthanded in the pen on Saturday. And the uh, shorthanded pen and the fatigue pen did not come through. 
Hey, ratings and reviews help out the podcast a lot. You want Apple Podcasts and on Spotify can rate the podcast. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated, and you want Apple Podcasts can write a review saying that you like the podcast. The review doesn't have to be long. can be just a sentence or two, but uh, the ratings and the reviews help us out a lot. So thank you very much for doing them. This episode of Nat Chat is brought to you by Montgomery County Little League. This summer, the Nats and the Little League World Series converge in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, as they play the Phillies on Sunday night, August 20th. Fall registration is now open for Montgomery County Little League. They offer top-notch recreational t-ball, baseball, and softball leagues for all kids ages 4 to 16 that live or attend school anywhere in Montgomery County. Umpires needed. Ages 14 and up earn $65 a game. Training is provided. Sponsorship packages begin at just $550 to support a team and have your organization listed on a team's jersey. Go to mclittleleague.org for all the information you could ever need, including rules, umpire info, and how to become a sponsor. The path to Williamsport begins at your local Little League. Check out mclittleleague.org today. Hey guys, Al Galdi here to tell you about Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. I have been eating Factor meals. They are outstanding. They can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. We, of course, are in the thick of summer, but the school year isn't far away. Everyone's busy. You want to make sure that you're eating well. With Factor, you can skip that extra trip to the grocery store and also skip the chopping, the prepping, and the cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and the nutrition that you need. Factors Fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat up the meal and enjoy the meal and then get back to doing whatever it is that you need to be doing. Here's what you do. Go to factormeals.com slash natschat50 and use the code natschat50. You do that, you get 50 percent off. Yeah, 50% off. Go to factormeals.com slash natschat50 and use that promo code natschat50 for 50% off. Factormeals.com slash natschat50 and use that promo code natschat50 for 50% off. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Hey, Natschat Podcast. Tim Shover is here to tell you about the Game Time app. My wife is a big concert fan and I'm a bit of a newbie and don't know where to begin in terms of how to get concert tickets. Then I remembered about Game Time, the best place for last minute ticket deals. Plenty of options on there. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you would know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code NATSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code NATSCHAT for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The 0-2 to Godman is lined to center. Cruz comes on, dives, and takes away a base hit. What can't he do? 
Here's your Dylan Cruz update for the game played on Saturday evening, and it was a big one for the center fielder. He went three for five, four RBIs, hit his fifth homer of the season, and had that great catch. You just heard the call there from the voice of the Fred Nats, Eric Bach. The Fred Nats routed the visiting Augusta Green Jackets 11-3. Now back to Al. No balls, two strikes, two outs, bases loaded. The set for Irvin, the pitch to Cave. Swing and a miss! He blew a fastball by him up and out of the zone, and the Phillies strand the bases loaded in the top of the sixth. What an escape by Jake Irvin! Well, the shame of what happened with the Nats bullpen in this 12-3 loss to the Phillies on Saturday is that a terrific outing by Jake Irvin was wasted. Irvin was great. He tossed six scoreless innings with seven strikeouts, gave up just five hits, all of which were singles. He issued two walks, also issued two hit-by-pitches, but Irvin threw a lot of strikes, 94 pitches, 63 strikes versus just 31 balls. The strikeout was key for Irvin on Saturday. He tossed a scoreless top of the first, despite issuing a leadoff five-pitch walk of ex-Nat Kyle Schwarber, and despite issuing a two-out hit-by-pitch of another ex-Nat Bryce Harper. But Irvin induced a 6-4-3 double play off the bat of Alec Bohm for the first two outs and generated a swinging strikeout of the Phillies' number four batter, Nick Castellanos, on just four pitches for the third out. Irvin tossed a scoreless top of the second despite a two-out fielding error by third baseman and eventual pitcher <laughs> Ildemaro Vargas, and then Irvin issuing a two-out hit-by-pitch of Jake Cave, but Irvin then generated a swinging strikeout of Johan Rojas on just four pitches for the third out, and Irvin ended his outing with a scoreless top of the six in which he gave up three singles, including singles to each of the first two batters he faced in the inning, but also in the inning was Irvin striking out another ex-Nat. Trey Turner struck him out looking on just four pitches and struck Turner out looking on just four pitches with runners on first and second and one out, and Irvin generated a swinging strikeout of Jake Cave on just three pitches with the bases loaded and two outs. Really good stuff from Jake Irvin on Saturday. Jake Irvin now this season at the major league level, 19 starts, ERA of 447, a whip of 140. Those are not great numbers, but let's dig a little deeper. The Nats on May 3rd recalled Irvin from AAA Rochester. He, over his first seven major league starts, had an ERA of 587. He then had his turn in the rotation skipped. He worked on some things, he reset himself, and he now over 12 starts since having his turn in the rotation skipped, has an ERA of 384. 28 earned runs in 65 and two-thirds innings. That's pretty good. 12 starts, ERA of 384. The Nats took Irvin in the fourth round of the 2018 MLB draft out of the University of Oklahoma. Irvin, at the time of being called up by the Nats, was their number 20 prospect per MLB pipeline. Number 20 in the Nats farm system, and yet he, over his last 12 starts, has an ERA of 384. This has been a really encouraging development for the Nats this season. This rise of Jake Irvin, this improvement of Jake Irvin. He is pitching his way into being a member of the Nats 2023 rotation. So, you know, as ugly as the final score of this game ended up being, as nightmarish as the bullpen performance ended up being, let's not lose sight of this. Like, I think in a lot of ways, the headline item from this game, if you are a Nats fan and you're thinking about the bigger picture, is that Jake Irvin on Saturday against a good hitting Phillies team tossed six scoreless innings with seven strikeouts. 
some other positives for the Nats in this uh, 12-3 loss to the Phillies on Saturday. So the Nats overall offensively were not good. Just three runs, just nine hits, no walks, a two for eight with runners in scoring position. But three Nats players each had two hits. Lane Thomas, a second consecutive big game for him in this series. Uh, he is the Nats starting right fielder and number two batter. Went two for four with a double and a single. And he had an outfield assist. Thomas in the bottom of the first had a one out single to left field. Thomas in an Nats two run fourth had a great leadoff hustle double to left field on a hit that initially looked like it would be a single. But this was your, you know, prototypical 2023 scrappy Nats play, a hustle double by Lane Thomas in what ended up being a two-run Nats fourth. And Thomas in the top of the fourth had an outfield assist for the second out. Pimiento holds the bat high, chokes up on the bat slightly. Here's the pitch home. And a line drive shallow right. That's going to fall in for a hit. Thomas charging quickly. Stott's going to try for third. Thomas throws toward third. And the throw is on target. The tag is in time. He guns him down. Rio Muto takes second. Lane Thomas guns down his 13th outfield assist of the year. A strike on the fly to nab Stott at third. The Phillies are looking at a replay. They will not challenge. And the throw resulted in Thomas's 13th outfield assist of this season. He has become just the third Nats player to have at least 13 outfield assists in a season. Talking about since the franchise moved to Washington, D.C. in the 2004-2005 offseason. Uh, the other Nats to do this, Alfonso Soriano, 22 outfield assists in 2006. And Bryce Harper, 13 outfield assists in 2013. What a season Lane Thomas is having. He threw games on Friday, was number one among all Nats players in wins above replacement war per baseball reference for this season at 3.5. Also, Joey Manessis, he on Saturday as the Nats starting DH and number three batter, went two for four with an RBI single and another single. Manessis in the bottom of the first had a one out opposite field single to right field. Manessis in that Nats two run fourth had an opposite field RBI single through the right side of the infield for a one nothing. Nats lead. You know, the Nats in the first half of this game on Saturday had a nice uh, one-two punch working with Lane Thomas as the number two batter and Joy Manessis as the number three batter. And then there is Riley Adams. All this guy does is hit when called upon. He's just not called upon nearly enough, but Adams on Saturday as the Nats starting catcher and number six batter, two for four with an RBI double and an RBI single. Adams in that Nats two-run fourth had a two-out RBI double to left field for a 2-0 Nats lead as uh, the ball took an interesting carom, went off the short corner, forcing the uh, Phillies left fielder Kyle Schwarber to reverse direction. And uh, as we know with old Schwarby, he's not exactly the fleetest of foot. And so Adams was able to get himself an RBI double. And Adams in the Nats one-run six had a two-out first pitch RBI single through the left side of the infield for a 3-0 Nats lead. So Riley Adams now this season, just 126 plate appearances, but an OPS of 937. You could argue that plate appearance per plate appearance, Riley Adams has been the Nats' best batter this season. Again, OPS at 937. Do you know that Riley Adams this season has a higher offensive war for baseball reference than Joey Manessis has? Yeah, true story. <laughs> you can look that up. Baseballreference.com. Riley Adams this season has a higher offensive war 
than Joey Manessis has. And it's not like Manessis is having some hideous season. That's why I'm saying this. Like, Manessis is having a pretty good season, and yet Riley Adams, even though he has only accumulated 126 plate appearances, has a higher offensive war, which is a cumulative stat, than Manessis has. That's impressive. You know, we've talked about this thing a lot with Adams of why doesn't he play more? And you don't have to start him a catcher every game. Clearly, Kate Ruiz is your number one catcher. But, you know, there is the DH. I know that Riley Adams playing at first base is like not something that we're allowed to even talk about. Okay, <laughs> but it is something you could do. It is something you could try. But geez, 126 plate appearances for a guy registering an OPS of 937. Seems to me that that guy should be batting more. But we shall see. Well, game three for the Nats and the Phillies will be something special. will take place at Muncie Bank Ballpark at historic Bowman Field in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, as the game will be the 2023 MLB Little League Classic. The game will be on ESPN and is a Sunday nighter. Uh, first pitch at 7:10. Trevor Williams will be the Nats starting pitcher. This episode of the Nats Chat Podcast is brought to you by Montgomery County Little League, which came very close to making the Little League World Series. Visit mclittleleague.org for more information. You tell us what you think. We always enjoy hearing from you. You can tweet us at Nats underscore chat. You can email us, natschatpodcast at gmail.com, including if you would like to sponsor the show, hit up Tim Shover, see what we can do for you. Again, that uh, email address is natschatpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on our website, natschatpodcast.com, at which you can buy a Nats Chat Podcast t-shirt. All Nationals radio highlights on Nats Chat are courtesy of 106.7 The Fan. A thank you to Tim Newmark for the Nats Chat Podcast music. Visit timnewmark.com. Nats Chat is on the radio Sunday mornings, 11 to 12 on ESPN Richmond, which is 106.1 FM in the Richmond, Virginia area and ESPNRichmond.com. I'm Al Goldie. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time on the Nats Chat Podcast. Dylan Cruz to right. Casanova watches it go. And Apo Taco, 11-2. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.